do we want to brainstorm like oh wait what we're we going to talk about next week we're going to talk about p's idea right like growing up maybe i don't know like maybe let's do that um, i'm pretty keen on that oh yeah, yeah. my kind of take was because herman your family came here when you were a lot younger than the both of us right you came here what i came here when i was about eight Oh, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Just watch. No, you're, we're the same. I think we 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 came in the same year. Pete. Oh, well, no, no. I, I came I came when I was ten. Oh, right. Oh, okay. I I started year six. Ah, oh, right. And Alex, who came here, what sixteen? Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, who's a bit a bit later. And guess our experience was a lot. Because Homer, when you came here, you spoke English, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't speak English. <laughs> really? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Like> you, fool. <laughs> bro. I, I was literally, yeah, like, yeah, I'm a fault. <laughs> I'm proud of that. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a lot of, still a bit of nuance between the way Herman and I, I guess, grew up and uh, oh, well. this is Alex down in Christchurch. I reckon there's, yeah, pretty interesting things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're good. yeah let's talk about that. Oi, you know, I had this really good idea. I was with, I was catching a ride back home with one of my teammates last Thursday, and yeah. we we're listening to some of his music. And like his music was pretty good. Like it was just kind of you know, rapish hip hop, yeah, like old school rap. Um, oh damn, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, this is pretty cool. So I started to follow his Spotify playlist, and yeah. there were some songs that I really liked. And then also yeah. I started to send him like heaps of music that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And I reckon there will be something that will be kind of nice if we all did like I know that we catch up over here, but it'd be yeah. good like you know we find like one track a week or something yeah. and then like oh, oh yeah. this is what yeah. do you guys think you know I guess that's that was another thing I was like oh shit that was really nice and then I guess there's more like pr- like Primo and I have similar yeah. music tastes Alex is like still the same but you're like more rock ish eh, Alex I think so I like I think I think we like a lot of similar stuff except I'm just not really into R and B. Doesn't wow, do it for me. What Doesn't a do hater, for me. bro. What a hater. Sad, <laughs> I don't know why. Bro, he just, he's not about the melody change. Oh, he's just, just a music like actual music, bro. What the f- <laughs> Bullshit. No, R&B's the best, man. Oh. No, I'm not musical enough. Oh, right. It's, okay. it's too, it's too, um, it's too yeah. much for me. Bro, you love a good Ziz hardstyle, though, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, love what, a that's good where it's from. <laughs> I can, um, oh, Tevez. Man. Yeah. Oh, like, fuck. Tevez is like making videos <laughs> right now, and Ziz has been gone for ages. But he's like, yeah, this guy on YouTube called Tevez makes like real sick edits of music and video, mm-hmm. and almost all of the content is yeah. Ziz related. Is this like EDM? Yeah. Oh, like, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro, I, that's one thing I cannot deal with, so, man. Yeah, I, I can't do with like circular or like EDM, like repetitive, like. Oh, uh, see. Melody or where like this is different yeah. is I find this a lot easier to listen to, whereas. There's other things oh, which really? I really struggle with because it's so repetitive. Yeah. Like to me, hardstyle is something different. I think from my, yeah. my understanding, I don't really know definition, but the stuff I found yeah. on YouTube is is more like variation. Whereas, yeah, there's kind of like yeah. things I don't know what they're called. If it's called like dubstep or something else, which I've like never yeah. really been able to listen to because it's just like the same thing. You mean like house music? Yeah. And I don't know. Like yeah, I don't really know definitions, yeah. but I know yeah. there's like certain sources which I like. Yeah, Tevez is pretty up there. It's like um, a few playlists. One's called Aesthetic Dream. So maybe yeah. hit that up. What an aesthetic guy, bro. Bro, hard. Yeah. Yo, I recently realized that uh, Jay Z put all his albums back on Spotify. And I was like pretty stoked about yeah. that. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
because he took it off because you know how he he has um title the platform mm-hmm. and so he's like wants to boom that like make that pop so he he took his music off spotify and then apple apple music for a little while and then he put it back on apple music ages ago but never did on spotify oh, wow. and now i guess i guess now he realized title was not relevant anymore oh, <laughs> yeah it needs to be back on back on spotify but I was like, oh damn! But this is like old news. Apparently, it's been on Spotify since the end of. Yeah, January. when you when you messaged me, I was like, bro, what are you on about? Like, it's not new, bro. <laughs> like, this is old news, man. I was like, what the heck? But um, I found some. I found this guy called uh Wex Mustang. He's like a Kiwi oh, yeah? dude. Wait, have you sent it to me? Kind of chubby, like um, I think so. And he said he, it's t- too vulgar. Yeah, but I really like I really like his beats. It's like it's super old school or to us. You like the aggressive stuff, man. You like the aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> just some pent up, like, just some pent up yeah, pent up everything. Bro. I think that's when I'm like, when I'm stressed at work, I like to listen to aggressive shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> really? It, yeah. it, it depends. It, yeah. if, if I'm really stressed, I listen to like a lot of lo-fi. Because yeah. oh. anything else that will like hype me up will get me even more yeah. stressed out. Oh shit! Like I just All have right. to keep the heart rate as low as possible and Damn. just like just chill, oh. just breathe, just breathe. True. But if yeah. I'm having fun or like doing things that are like you no know, manageable, I can listen to like other random shit. But if I'm yeah. like need to really focus, it's like lo-fi, if not like white noise. Oh, I think I'm like yeah, the same as P because I, I like yeah. need something which keeps well, the, like keeps the focus. Yeah, it, yeah, right. it keeps the kind yeah. of like, intensity. Super stressed, like it's like straight like NWA and like <laughs> straight like like just like Biggie and stuff, like all the real like yeah. Damn Kenny, that's cool. Yeah. it's not cuny uh, at all man i think uh, yeah for me I, 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 the same thing when under the pump at work as at the gym or the same kind of like stuff as i would at the gym because oh, it's like do. a similar emotional response like similar kind of like energy yeah. kind of like wow cool yeah, I think I tried oh, yeah. to listen to like my gym playlist in the office, and I just yeah. got way too hyped, and then I could feel my heart rate going so yeah. high. I was just like, oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah, felt like I had pre-workout or coffee or some shit, and I was like, no, 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 this this is not safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck. You know what's not safe? Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> you're not safe, bro. Yeah, Holy. yeah pretty much. Yeah, bro, bro. Walking, walking time bomb. G. That's what I am. I was at the gym last night. Like, I've been listening to podcasts, oh, nice. just like when I'm doing stuff, and I've been listening to this real crack up one. Like. This Taiwanese one, and I was benching. I was listening, and then I holy shit! I was so funny that I almost killed myself. Oh and no! What the f- like, like I was, I was pushing up, and then they had a punch, and I was so crack up. I started laughing, and I was like, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and I almost dropped the bar on myself. Yo, like, oh, be careful! That was a bit of a struggle, and then I put push it up, and I fell off the bench. And <laughs> I think the chick next to me just like, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with this guy? Oh, <laughs> Made a fool of myself. I was like, oh, fuck. I felt so embarrassed. <laughs> but I was just like, no, it's all good. That's what I am. The grind, eh? Stay safe out there, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because there's nobody to, to stop oh, me true. anymore. I'm not sure if it's correct, but I think I got into Ziz after moving here because Ziz is Sydney-based. Mm. And I think he R.I.P. Yeah, I think you had a big present when we were like 15, 16. Yeah, to be honest, like you're right. I remember just, it just like, it just, he came up in a conversation once. I was like, who the hell is this? Oh, wow. And then I just saw him and it's yeah. like, he was like obviously super jacked, right? And then yeah. around, and then yeah. everyone around me was going to the gym and was like, oh yeah, Monday's chest day. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> and then like oh yeah Tuesday's back then. I'm like what the hell and then yeah that's, that was that was when the whole gym phase happened and then everyone was like you know fist bumping like yo yo yeah. and I'm like what Dude. the hell <laughs> oh man man I, I never went through that man I didn't know about I didn't know about his existence until I first year eating oh, oh man Bro, his hair just looks, make him look so punchable. Damn, sad. <laughs> Man, what a... But respect, respect. 
mistakes. No, fair. But, um, yeah, he, he died in 2011, <laughs> which is the year before we yeah. went to uni. So that, I don't know if Wasn't that's that long ago? That. Holy yeah. crap, nine years ago. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, he, and that was when he was 22. Yeah. But yeah, he's, I think he had, yeah. had like pretty big following already um, at that point. And how did, how did he pass away? Heart attack. Um, some heart problems. Oh, or some heart related kind of problems. Whilst he was in the sauna. That's, that's what you get. Is that what you get for snorting? Uh, creatine? No, nah, creatine wouldn't do it to you. <laughs> no. Ask Alex, but Alex is all yeah, about just, that. All about creatine. Yeah. No, I think <laughs> creatine's pretty safe, eh? Yeah, I took I took oh, creatine it? once. Yeah. It's not, it's considered oh, like God, pretty you guys are, you guys are regular. Junkies, it's not really like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not even that bad. It's just like it's pretty standard, hey, Alex. Bro, I'm, yeah. I'm a I'm a natural vegan bodybuilder. Shut the fuck. I don't want to eat any of it. a natural virgin bodybuilder. <laughs> no, um, no, no, no man-made, but intervention, eh? <laughs> the fuck. Oh man. Oh fuck. Last week, last Saturday, at the gym, I ran into a guy I haven't seen since intermediate. Crazy. Oh, like we went to we went to primary together and intermediate together and then after immediate because in after intermediate I moved to a different high school in a different oh, right. suburb so I lost contact with friends in intermediate and then I used to run into a couple of them like just you know at uni or like just on the street and stuff but I, I just never ran into this guy and it's it's real buzzy because like he like worked at the local gym in in my old school which is the suburb um that that i went to for high school and like just like we were always in the same area but we never bump into oh. each other it's, yeah so it's been 10 years 10 13 years now 13 14 years yeah since i last saw the oh, guy shit. i was like whoa Man, so i feel like you have a lot of you have quite a few lost homies who like pop up at the gym at. yeah oh yeah oh does it does it happen quite uh, often? not too like, often, but like... i mean it makes sense yeah like with the school, you know, school years. Yeah. They'll be around. Yeah. All yeah. the cunies. They're There's out there somewhere. People. Yeah, no, good times. Got me thinking a lot about, because like, our family came here in, what, 2004. So we pretty much started in here in year six. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and like, pretty crack up, because I went to primary in a pretty kind of affluent, affluent suburb. Oh, uh, well, which one was that? Yeah. Epsom Normal okay. Primary. Um, yeah. But normally guys. It was real crack up, because they put... Yeah, they put all the they put all the um fault kids in, in one class with the um teacher they speak they spoke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, nah, it was effective. It was effective. But it was crack up. Yeah. <laughs> they put all the they put all the fault kids there and the, any any latecomers, like somebody who registered like a bit later. Mm -hmm. I joined the school a bit later, all into that class. And my mate that I ran into at the gym, um, he has an Asian, I probably shouldn't say his name, but he has an Asian name. Um, he's from Malaysia and he doesn't actually speak Mandarin or oh, Chinese yeah. or anything. He spoke English. He just came from a different primary and they just assumed, <laughs> assumed that he was small. Oh, and I think I just put him, put him in, a, in our class. Oh, uh... <laughs> and on the first day, on the first day, yeah, the teacher were like, kind of introduced himself and everything and then in Chinese and then my mate is just like what the hell is going on <laughs> yeah I guess it's pretty hard to have a teacher yeah. that speaks you know all the possible languages like if you're honest yeah, yeah. now we're pretty crack up we had this role in the classroom that you can't speak Mandarin in the, okay. in the class yeah yeah everybody has to speak it's pretty much like a massive ESO ESO class. Yeah. Um, that was a good time. Was a good time. But no, actually, yeah, it was it was alright. That was the first time I realized I was poor. Oh shit. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. In relation to what? Yeah. Epsom average. In relation to or just in relation to rich Chinese kids. Oh wow. Like, oh damn. <laughs> yeah. Because before we were in Taiwan, right? We're just from like a kind of we were in a small fishing town type of thing and 
everybody kind of knew everybody, family kind of thing in the class. So like in my elementary class, I was in the same class as two of my second or third cousins. Whoa. Yeah, and everybody almost had the same last name. Like, it's just like fucking yeah, it's trip. It's yeah, pretty so village of kinis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So everybody was pretty much, and that like, you don't realize like you don't realize that shit, right? Like who's rich, who's not. Everybody's almost the same kind of thing and then came here i might have told you guys before like this is Ch- rich chinese northern chinese kid i was probably like maybe two three months in and he was just like damn do you eat apple every day? Like, do you not eat do you guys not buy any other fruit and i was like what <laughs> Fuck. and i had like I, I would have like you know your normal cheese sandwich or whatever for, yeah. and this guy has a whole whole gig he has like three layers of lunch box with a soup on the bottom and like he would take out his dishes, he's got like roast duck, like all these like fancy ass Chinese food, and he's got his steaming rice and like his like chicken soup, broth soup on the side. I'm just like, Who the fuck is this prince? <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't the only one. Like there's so many people in the in that class that that had that. So we just just not enough. Yeah, I said, what the yeah. fuck. <laughs> What is going on? I don't think I was ever graced with that privilege of like the stacked lunch. I think it's not like the pohara sandwiches. No, I don't think anybody was, man. Like, these these guys are just different. Bro, I don't. I think my parents were just like, I don't think they gave a shit. They were just like, yeah, here's two pieces of bread. Go find something. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah. man. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was mine. It's just like kind of apple, right? And then you just have a sandwich. Like in the sandwich, there's sometimes you have avocado and some something. Like that something fancier, mm. but like it's just a sandwich. But these guys would just have a whole. Have you, has that ever happened to you guys? And like Chinese kids in your school? Oh yeah, yeah, of course, lunch? of course. I don't think it's. I don't think oh, it's. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's just Chinese people. I think it's just the Asian Asians in general. They get oh, quite like oh, luxurious well. lunches. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, I never grew up around that day, but yeah, I think sandwiches would be like the go-to. I remember one kid though. Yeah. Um, in primary school in England, one kid would always kind of like make it his mission to. <laughs> to get his sandwiches into the bin because he didn't want to eat them and so he'd, he'd like yeah we'll be sitting at like a big table because all the kids are sitting down at the same time yeah. for half an hour he'd just be like keeping an eye on the bin <laughs> and like <laughs> for the dinner ladies to kind of be far enough away that he could like launch his sammies oh shit the fuck True. What was in the sandwich? I can't remember. I don't think it was that bad, but it was like wrapped in foil. So usually, usually I wouldn't actually see like see the sandwiches themselves. It'd just be like a little package. Oh, right. Yeah. Is it, does it normally have like a chicken patty or something? Oh, like, I think like um, most people like, most people food. have like ham and salad or cheese and onion. Yeah. Or oh, like yeah, all sorts yeah. like marmite cheese. Yeah. 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 Or honey, maybe. I don't know. That's probably yeah. like yeah, out of the ordinary. I had a school trip where they made sandwiches for you. And one of the options was honey, and definitely got into honey sammies, but they're not as nutritious, eh? Like, what is know. it just straight honey, oh. or would you have like butter on it? Yeah, both actually, honey and butter, I think. Fuck. But that, that wasn't oh, a habit that was just like yeah, school good. trip. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I think most people would have sandwiches and like a little lunchbox. Yeah. And I think you had to buy you had to buy some of it from school because I remember having a lunchbox yeah. with like little holders for coins, and you just like put a little put little coins into the side of the lunchbox, and then you just like get about yeah. and buy your like drink or whatever it was. True. Yeah. And then here, 
in yeah. Christchurch High School. A lot of kids would be, yeah, would be like buying something from this little place called the Snack Shack, which is like a hole in the wall where they sell kind of random stuff. What and the just, fuck? <laughs> yeah, but it's on the school site, and and that would be yeah. like the, one of the main things. And then around the corner, there's a mall, kind of like a bit down the road, and there's this thing called two dollar yeah. rice, which is yeah, like this little rice thing. Which heaps of kids would have for lunch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sure, that reminded me. Um, my last year mm-hmm. in Taiwan's elementary, elementary school that I was at, there was like a boba boba tea shop that the back door backed into the oh, field okay. of the school. Oh, damn. And like, yeah, and we would sneak up there and <laughs> during lunchtime, I should then buy it. Buy was, it not, was it not allowed? Like, no, oh, it was not allowed. We, we, we had to knock on the back door and like, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rebel way. What, 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 what yeah. did you guys like? Obviously, we weren't born in New Zealand. How did you guys find, you know, obviously, there's a big cultural difference from where we're all from, you know, growing up in New Zealand yeah. from a young age. Like, I definitely felt like a little bit alienated at times, but also, I think. Just the general sort of, you know, New Zealand environment is very welcoming. So I didn't, it wasn't yeah. whenever I, I, I did feel like that, it would, I'd feel welcomed. Like, did you guys ever feel like that, you know, coming to New Zealand? Wait, do you, do you mean you don't, you don't feel unwelcome? No, no, I, 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 feel, feel, I feel welcomed. I feel very welcome. You yeah. felt, oh, you felt welcome. Yeah. Oh, I felt, for me, I felt welcomed by other immigrants. Oh, right. Yeah. So like, um, when I joined the primary school, like, the folk kids were just folk kids, like they find the same as me. But then used to get picked on by some white kids. Yeah. Like just like snarky little things. But I could I, I couldn't understand what they were talking about. But I can tell by their facial expression they weren't they weren't being friendly. Yeah. Like by, by their actions and stuff, they weren't being friendly and so there was probably a couple of them that were they weren't that friendly. Um but then but then there was like uh some other ethnic groups that grew up here that kind of just like stepped in like a mate from i think his family's from Af- afghanistan or something and a, a couple of tongan boys will kind of step in and be like oh no leave him alone yeah. kind of thing that's nice yeah and i yeah so i was just like, oh damn so yeah but it's a different different vibe but i think and in, to me it's a bit better but no i think i was a, just a troubled kid i was just confused well. <laughs> just like accidentally <laughs> i have any idea <laughs> no like so when i first started intermediate like they were i think probably like two months and they were like looking for um to kind of recruit sports teams yeah. and stuff so everybody gathered at like the like the general kind of court area and everyone's kind of lined up and the teacher is kind of like oh who wants to join the boys soccer team and then a few boys will get up and go and then who wants to join the tennis team it, you know a few people will get up and go with the tennis kind of coach whoever and then uh, when they said oh who wants to join the rugby team i saw the brown boys all got up and like went and I was like, oh, my friends are going that way, kind of thing. And then so I stood up and like went with them. <laughs> and so I so that was that one that was the one year of my rugby career. Dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> Just nice. had no idea what the fuck was going on. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. But that was really that was really fun. Huh? Which year do you reckon that was? That was like oh, yes, nice. That was yeah. when I first first got here. Yeah, so I had I had no idea what the fuck was going on. And <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that you had to pass the ball backwards. Oh. <laughs> I used to just get a ball and then I just like, oh, okay. And I just throw it forward. <laughs> and then like, all my teammates would get so mad at me. How, like, how, I can just, I can just how imagine the... it. Like, you know, you're in, in primary school and yeah. there's like, just these like yeah. huge, like freaking year five, year six brown boys, right? And then you've got you yeah. who just like, just the token Asian guy, just biffing the rugby ball forward. And yeah, everyone's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh my goodness. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cute. Just like that's pretty gummy, cute though. Because like, I was, I was, yeah, back then I was tall for my years. So I was just like this gumbo tall Chinese boy, 
like Asian boy, just like standing around and shit. <laughs> just like doesn't doesn't know what the fuck he was doing, and they have and they put me in games and stuff just to get me involved. Oh no! Like, what the heck? <laughs> I I yeah. Most of the time, I just I just run. I just when I get the ball, I just run forward. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the easiest way to yeah. approach it, eh? I think because yeah. I had a similar a slightly similar like set up where I hadn't really played rugby in the past and tried to play at yeah. like 16 yeah. and oh shit, yeah insane. and like the rules I was not really on top of but yeah. I knew you couldn't pass it back you couldn't pass it forwards but yeah. <laughs> uh, me and like one or two other kids were like pretty new to it and yeah. everyone else was like really good despite it being like a yeah. D team it was like team five or six or something yeah something crazy yeah it was like a social team but everyone was still real like legit and me and this other kid yeah. would just kind of like be on the wing because it was more simple and they just like check it to you oh, and you right, can just right, run right. and not kind of like have too much right. yeah yeah you don't have too much yeah. responsibility they, yeah they put me i uh, probably don't even really matter back back then but they put me in fullback the fuck <laughs> <laughs> must be smart bro <laughs> just must know what he's doing <laughs> yeah yeah like, yeah. My uh, most fondest memory was an intermediate where I don't know, like you know how when you're when you're young, like your parents would take you to go get yeah. a haircut, and like you didn't really have a say. Yeah. And I don't, I think I only started getting my haircut like by myself. I don't know, like in college or something. And then like this was yeah. when I was about eleven or twelve, and my dad yeah. obviously took me to like one of those like fucking backyard, like in the yeah. house, like barber's Asian shop, right? Yeah, and then yeah, at the yeah, time yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, whatever. Someone's, um, yeah, someone's granddad. Yeah, some like. bullshit. And then, <laughs> and then like my dad like got my hair cut, and then I thought it looked like shit, right? But like he literally yeah. gave me a buzz cut. Oh yeah. And then, and yeah, at that age, um, like pretty short, and I was still like a little bit chubby, so I looked really round, yeah. and my face was like <laughs> legit, a, like sphere, <laughs> with a buzz cut. So like you know, like yeah. one or two, and like it was just like just really round like <laughs> really round and i had glasses too so like it wasn't really the best look right oh. and then my dad was like convinced me he was like so oh cute. yeah like no it's good it's good like you know it's short so then like <laughs> you know it's gonna be really hot and stuff and some are like trying to asian dad logic me and i was like oh you know what yeah. like no nah, you're right it actually looks pretty good <laughs> so i rock up i rock up on the mondays um to, to school and i just got laughed that day oh, oh. and then and, and we had oh. um table tennis tables around the school so i would be playing and it was just like yeah. fat brown asian kid with glasses like playing table tennis and then like people were laughing at me and i was oh. so upset oh no <laughs> so i was cute. so upset oh man and i, oh. I don't know i think I, I i got real upset and I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> oh, was that right at the start of oh, school? No, no, it was just, it was like the, it was in year seven. So, oh, okay. um, new school and yeah. like, yeah, fuck. My dad, <laughs> my dad dogged me, man. <laughs> oh, sad. <laughs> oh, the boys, eh? No, I, I, I had a similar situation where I had to shave my head as well. Or like, all around number two. Oh, when you were younger? <laughs> when I was younger, yeah. Actually, I did that a couple of times. Um, at first, I was like, man, I look like pathetic. And then afterwards, I kind of like, I kind of like it. <laughs> Good efficiency, eh? Yeah. Just yeah. Just but no, I will Have you ever found like, you know, yeah. not being like born in New Zealand and stuff, have you ever experienced yeah. any difficulty? Like, um, Yeah, man, for sure. Like with like academic wise, not, not that there was much, but like, I think we were just talking to our friend Tim about it yesterday or the day before on Friday, because he kind of came around the same time that I did. And we kind of went to the same thing where the first three years of us landing here, like we spoke no English and stuff, but like the first three years was just ca- a lot of catching up, like just catching up on schoolwork. Cause we have to first understand the English 
before we can understand the content of what oh, they were trying to teach us. Yeah, and man, I was just like, oh man, this is a funny, funny thing. So when we first came here, we so it was me, my brother, and my mom. We stayed with my auntie at, at their place, and my auntie, my auntie is the type of person that likes to kind of that has that Asian mentality of like training. Like it's good to train. Or, Yo. Like, face challenges type right of thing. There. So she would she would make me wake up at five in the morning to, to study. Oh English. damn. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> Craig up. Like I wake up at, at five and like half asleep and I'd be reading some like children, like three year old novel. Oh, like like this is a book. Oh the no. Tree is green. <laughs> Yo. And then I'll, I'll read that shit from five to maybe like mm. seven. And then seven is my TV time. So I watch English cartoons with breakfast well, until maybe like eight, eight so i can i can learn to kind of i guess the learn english probably through like listening to cartoons or oh, watching nice. cartoons mm. like, type of thing yeah and then <laughs> and then go to school and i've i think i did that for like a year straight i would be like middle of the winter fucking freezing and i had to wake up at five to read this is the tree <laughs> here's here's a pencil it's like a good time eh? <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> But no, it was good. I appreciate it. It was um... <laughs> damn. Yeah, but that was a lot of catching up. Well, yeah. that's yeah, it's quite. I don't think I. Yeah, it's quite interesting because I, I mean, <laughs> I definitely had it a lot easier coming from somewhere with the same language. Yeah. So like, I'm moving mm. to Christchurch from UK with my family about sixteen, yeah. and I think yeah, like the welcoming thing, I definitely felt like it was like a super welcoming environment. Like yeah. more, mostly in contrast to what I was used to over there. Because like, I think yeah. the school I used to go to was kind of like the only option in the area. So it kind of had like this massive range of kids, a lot of who didn't really care about school much at all. Whereas here, there was like a lot more kind of like school pride and kids who were like serious about kind of like doing pretty well. And, we, and there might have been something to do with being in a city and being like quite an old school, like quite a lot of history of rugby playing and like stuff on the walls about, you know, like past students. Uh, so I felt like the school pride thing probably helped quite a bit where um, somehow, yeah. despite being a young country, there's like schools which have, have a lot of history to them and they're quite in touch with it and yeah. i think that rubs off on the kids and like their sense of you know what they're there for there's a lot of them who are quite kind of like yeah in the zone which is quite interesting but yeah i think i yeah probably have it like pretty comfortable enough to change languages mm. for sure like difference in school system was kind of noticeable like chemistry over there was like my best subject and then here one yeah. of my worst so kind of like there's quite a difference oh. in curriculum so you can be good at something you know in one in one curriculum just based on what's in it and worse elsewhere just because they teach different kind of thing mm. and it's kind of the opposite with physics like over there it's probably a bit more brutal here made a bit more sense that like it was presented better maybe pretty positive yeah. overall i reckon i enjoyed the last couple of years of school here a lot more than i enjoyed the start of high school over there which i think was mostly down to going to a better school mm. i think yeah it's interesting because i think um, my sort of story is a little bit between both of you guys where you know primo like not understanding english was a big hurdle that you had to sort of overcome and but for alex mm. like it was something that you already had innately and you didn't have to you didn't have to put much thought into it but i think i obviously spoke english before when i came here but i think for me it was just not being able to relate to anyone because you know I'm pretty dark skinned, right? And then mm. I don't look, you know, like anything that's familiar. Like, not oh, unless if, yeah. not unless if you if you're familiar with Southeast Asian, Asian countries, like you probably identify like me as Filipino or you know something something mm. like that. But coming from like a yeah. you know very uh, strong Asian background and Asian upbringing, mm. and also mixed with English, it's like it's kind of I really felt 
out of place when I moved to New Zealand. And obviously starting school and stuff, like everything was fresh. And I was trying to, I obviously spoke perfectly good English and I was just trying to like make friends and stuff. But like, I didn't felt like it was reciprocated. Oh, like, yeah. I was I was trying, but, mm. and then uh, that was also really hard to get over. And I think also at that age, I think I was eight when I moved, my dad, he quit his like, his career pretty much. So he was a banker. And the reason mm. why we had, we moved to New Zealand was because myself and my older brother were getting at an age where, education was becoming really important so I was eight and my brother was mm. 10 and my younger sister was about four but she hasn't really started school yet and yeah. my parents had just decided like okay you know it's a little bit disruptive to keep moving countries and the kids need mm. a good stable education so that was why we moved yeah. and dad quit his banking job he oh, decided wow. to pursue something that he really enjoyed which was golf oh, so wow. he like worked mm. at a golf shop and he like loved it and he was oh. like killing it and he was he went from like a salesperson to being you know quite high up in the in the pro shop so yeah. like and i still remember some conversations of like my parent i think more so my mom was like stressing out that like we wouldn't be able to make it and like i don't know i was eight nine and i had no concept of you know like life and you know like responsibility mm. and stuff but i could sense i think emotionally there was they were quite distressed Whoa. and i could really feel mm. that my dad was like trying to be supportive and and like be positive he's like no 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 like it's okay like like we'll, we'll get through it like this is just a real bumpy phase for the first year or so oh, but then we'll find our mm. feet and then i think i i think i'm just very emotionally very absorbent to these sort of things and then when i sort of felt like they were mm -hmm. you know they were kind of getting stressed i like started to not really enjoy like school and stuff like that and yeah. i think coupled with not yeah, yeah. having good friends here that was when mm. i was like oh shit like this is pretty ass but i think as time i think i started to i think when things started to get better that was when you know i started to make more friends you know like starting to get more involved and i think that was okay but it was just the initial culture shock for me you know it was it was mm. huge and a big change like like for a young kid to experience yeah. and yeah because like primo and i moved at the same age whereas alex you moved when you were like 16 so you kind of had a rough concept of like yourself and the world yeah. and, you know school and all yeah. that sort of stuff but when you're young like primo and i it's just like primo couldn't speak english he you know i no. <laughs> i didn't know i couldn't yeah. really make friends but like I and then I think up until now like I still feel like culturally I don't really I don't know where like what I am or like like where I belong to I think yeah. like I think I genuinely identify as like Kiwi you know like and, mm -hmm. Chi and, and Chinese yeah. is, is, is also yeah. me but like I would if someone asks me like where I'm from I'd be like oh you know I'm, I'm Kiwi and they're like oh but you know you yeah. don't look Kiwi you don't sound Kiwi I'm just, oh well actually I was born in you know and then that's when yeah. I sort of like told oh, yeah. the whole history yeah, yeah. but yeah, I guess it's only my close friends that know my whole the whole story. But like, yeah, like would like yeah, would you guys consider yourselves like Kiwi or? I I definitely don't think um I would consider myself as Kiwi. Well, I say that now, but like um I've actually been I've actually been here longer than I have in Taiwan. But like, it's still it's really weird because every time every time I visit Taiwan, like it's like a place that's familiar but not familiar oh, at the right. same time. Like the buildings, the streets, everything is familiar. But aside from family, like I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't really keep in touch with anybody from like school when I was there. And all my cousins, they are all kind of over the place at the moment, like in different cities. So I don't really see them when I go back. And like I just walk through like streets I used to walk through when I was like what yeah. eight and like just, everything looks exactly uh, the same, almost exactly yeah. the same. But it just it has a it has a sense of like unfamiliar, like almost like I'm in a different yeah. dimension. Then why the, the, yeah, it's, the, it's the, why wouldn't you consider yourself like Kiwi then? Like if that feels so far um, i don't you know what i mean well first of all because I, I feel like a, because i'm not born here and i don't i wouldn't say i'm assimilated to the mm. culture like 100 mm. percent. like um like i understand mm. the culture but i don't think i am part of the culture 
at all. Like I don't I don't watch rugby, I don't cricket, I don't do any of those things. Like I don't particularly enjoy eating a pie. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, well, sometimes I crave it, but very, that's like probably like middle of the yeah. like like a one-off thing. But I don't go out of my way to buy it. Yeah. Do you feel like? Do you feel like, like? Do you feel like you're resisting, like wanting to assimilate in, or like you don't? Well, I almost feel like this is probably more of a recent, like a recent recent mm. thought, maybe. But I just feel like I wouldn't like I would say I would consider myself Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. That's right, but uh, I wouldn't say. Culturally, I assimilate with like Taiwanese at all. Oh either, wow! Like hundred percent. Yeah. So I I feel like I'm just me. Yeah. Cool. Right. I'm neither Kiwi. I'm neither Taiwanese. I'm just, I think I'm you make sure both. Eh? Like, bit, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit of both, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't confidently say I'm either or. But if I were to introduce myself to anybody, I'd be like, oh yeah, like, I'm Primo from Taiwan. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Primo. <laughs> yeah, this is me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I feel like it's also partially. I think just the experiences that I've had growing up here is always like, oh, where are you from? Where are you from? Like from Kiwis, and it's just like, oh, like they don't see like they don't see me. That's as part of them yeah yeah and i, I don't look like mm. them so mm. yeah but no that's that's real like <laughs> i mean I, I know not everyone is like that and they are all very welcoming but but by no by no means i'm saying that oh i haven't been welcomed that yeah thing. but <clears throat> everyone is really nice and stuff but it's just it's just still i, I know there's a difference like i am not them and they don't think I am. Then, mm-hmm. um, I guess if you like, yeah. this is like an average kind of assessment. Five, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. like I remember me, um, Ashwin and Daniel went to a bar in Ponsonby one time before Janish oh, and Janish as well. Before Janish left for the UK, went to a Scotch bar, and as soon as we walked in there, we could tell like we were different. Yeah, like and there was like middle-aged white men having Scotch and stuff. Yeah. and and as soon as we walked in, there's three Asian boys and an Indian boy, like just like looked at us and yeah, and straight up asked. Oh, where we're from? Like, well, Ashwin was born here. Daniel came here when he was probably super young, two mm-hmm. or something. Janesh was born here. I, w- I was probably the most far born, but they could even to them, like they were like, oh, they're not Kiwis. Mm-hmm. Like their initial thought was they're not Kiwis, but then I guess like yeah. yeah, I guess like that response you kind of would expect in a lot of countries going somewhere, mm-hmm. and then uh, if you're not, if you don't look like the majority, um, you kind of would be assumed to yeah. be tourist, I guess, which is probably quite hard yeah. to get used to when you've been there a very long time. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying like I'm hating on it or anything. Yeah, no, 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 all good. Kind of. Like this is what oh, I've yeah, experienced, true. and I don't have a problem with it personally. I just think, oh, it is what it is, like type yeah. of thing. I'm not going to try and change anybody or trying to change myself. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think if I do move to another country, yeah, I would introduce myself as like, oh, I was born in Taiwan, but I was raised in New Zealand. Oh, uh, yeah. When you go to a third world, that's yeah. when it becomes more ex- explanation, eh? Yeah. yeah. A bit more. I guess it's like Herman's kind right, of experience yeah. in Aussie. Well, Remember? I think my, like, why I strongly identify as Kiwi is because it is, it is exactly that. Like, there isn't, hmm. I, I have no, uh, I mean, I do have close friends here, and actually two of them have moved back to New Zealand, and they were sort of like my lifeline here. But then they were, hmm. they were my only sense of like home. And then I was really, yeah. you know, that was when I really actually started to enjoy and like love like Kiwi culture and stuff because that was like mm. who I felt like that was who I am because I spent the majority of my time there yeah. and that's like how I developed myself you know professionally and like you know personally yeah. and culturally like back home and then yeah. I have a strong sense of like I don't know like devotion to New Zealand like w- when I'm here because I'm just mm. like nah this is me and I don't want to get swayed by any other culture but yeah and I think that's th- th- that's why I um, I think we we, we differ do you think because um, for me is when I was born up till I was 10 I was in Taiwan but from 
my understanding, you guys moved around quite a bit as well. Yeah. Right? Like, you were from Singapore, and then you guys did... It was Philippines. Um, Philippines, Philippines, Philippines and then Taiwan, Philippines, yeah. Philippines, and then, and then to Taiwan. So do you feel like maybe there was... That had to do with how you feel now? Like, you guys kind of almost on the move every couple of years, and then finally settled in New Zealand. Uh, I... Th- I... I think so. I think it's it's also more mm. the fact that like I I do miss home quite a bit, and yeah. Yeah. like whenever I see a little bit of like New Zealand like anywhere, that's when I'm like, oh yeah, like that's home, and it reminds me of home. Yeah. But then when I think of Singapore and stuff, it like doesn't mean anything to me. Or like when I oh, like see like Chinese people and stuff, like that does yeah. I do feel like oh that is a little bit of me in there. But then when I'm yeah. with like my friends and stuff, or talking to friends or talking to people on the phone, like from New Zealand, I'm like, okay, yeah. now this is this is definitely like who I am and it's been a little bit uh, strenuous recently with um, uh, the whole corona thing not being able to be with people but a few of my, a few of yeah. my volleyball teammates are from New Zealand are from Wellington oh. and they are like also another big lifeline for me like just to be around them and stuff and mm. yeah yeah it's it, it's funny because like I'm always just like like what do you mean and I try to like play devil's advocate like to myself be like bro like you're not fucking Kiwi man you're straight up Chinese and then I like yeah like, <laughs> I just always have these really really weird internal dialogues yeah. with myself and then like yeah and like sometimes sometimes like you like you know my dad right my dad like speaks fluent like Mandarin and Kanto yeah. and I actually yeah. do miss like dinners when we go out as a family and like we go to like some Asian restaurant yeah. and my dad orders something and I'm like oh uh, fuck like I, I yeah. and then when I hear people speak Mandarin I I get I get yeah. a little bit emotional too because I'm just like oh, yeah oh, really? yeah because oh, wow. I'm I'm not, I'm not really around a lot of people yeah. who speak Mandarin and yeah. Kanto but sometimes like like when we're at home in New yeah. Zealand like dad's on the phone to a client or something and he's like you know mm. freaking you know Asian dads you know how they yell at like, the phone and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, like, I can hear him and I'm just like oh shut the fuck up but then yeah. now like I can't remember the last person. I like heard that spoke Mandarin or like Cantonese and yeah. like, whenever I do hear it or when I go to a suburb that is you know yeah. inherently like um, a- a Asian I'm like oh fuck feels feels very homey <laughs> yeah I think I know what you mean when I when I when I land in Taiwan because Taiwanese Mandarin or Taiwanese like this, the dialect Taiwanese like it sounds different to like mainland Chinese whatever and like yeah when I land in the airport and like when the accent and everything is kind of like there on the spot oh yo like, oh, wow. yeah. yo yeah yeah get punched with some warm feeling oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> yeah, definitely it definitely yeah. hits me in the feels like listening um or like hearing Mandarin or like Cantonese for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, and also um, there's probably more recent the recent couple of trips that have been like I uh, well actually since high school I would always go back kind of every summer and I would actually miss being in New Zealand because all my friends are here and I almost feel like I want to go oh. back. I did feel that. Um, and then, but then now that I go back to Taiwan, like I'm trying to hold on to the feeling of almost coming home kind of thing. Cause I'm sensing that I'm losing that feeling of coming home or feeling that connection to, to the land. And that's why, and that's why I like try and keep up with the pop culture there. Oh, so uh, I watch so much. That's uh, true. I watch, I, I listen to so much podcasts. Like I, I get so invested in like the pop culture there and like, um, and the politics yeah. and everything. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm trying to grab onto what I don't want oh, to lose, uh, I guess. Yeah. Cause I, I can, I can feel it like kind of leaving me kind of, yeah. Do you, are you able to still, still vote in Taiwan? Are you able to do the dual thing? Um, yes. Cause that's so. like yeah. enough reason yeah. to keep up with politics on its own. Eh? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was telling you guys, I almost went back to book for um the the presidential oh, right. book side of it. Yeah, I was, I was at that. Yeah. yeah, but you were pretty work. Yeah, I should. Like, you were just like fuck, like you were so invested into it. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, that sense of home thing is interesting. I, like, I, it's something I can relate to quite a bit. Like, because where I'm from, like that 
accent uh like quite regional and like yeah. one county of which i spent most of my childhood in essex uh has like quite quite a distinct accent and so they've they produce a bit of tv and stuff and you can kind of like uh recognize it straight away and that and in auckland i got an uber once to the airport and this kind of guy pulled up he, he may yeah i'd guess he might have been like indian heritage and i got in and his accent yeah. was like real similar to my uncle's from yeah back over there and uh it, it does yeah. kind of make you kind of like a little bit of nostalgic when you when you hear you know like something from yeah. Right. You kind of like childhood, yeah. yeah. When you're not expecting it. Have you have, have you wow. found like any big cultural difference for you, Alex? Because like P and, I, P and I are obviously not Asian um, heritage, but like coming from I guess like England and stuff. Like, is it? Did you feel anything that was like worldly different when you moved, or uh, was it all fairly like all good? I think I mean yeah, moving to a different country in any context, I think there's a lot which is really different. And I, I think at the start, kind of like it's hard to say. Uh, there's like a, a rural to city kind of change as well, um, which is quite a big part of it. And then I guess yeah. But just being like away from where you went to primary school and you just have people around that you'd known for a long time like on the street all the time but yeah i think i think there's like quite yeah quite quite difference in lifestyle and thing and um, the way people spend time they're kind of like a bit more wholesome over here a little bit less kind of like complaining more kind of um appreciation of things outside of work i remember i think when we yeah when we moved at first to a new house after maybe being here about a year my brother was like quite disappointed that the street we moved to had quite a lot of english people on it and, <laughs> and it, he was like he felt like i think that probably comes from a, a bit of a, a sense that you ought to be kind of like say kind of like fitting into like the the culture a bit more than kind of like being isolated because it's quite easy when you move somewhere to have kind of like your parents and know other people who are from where you're from and they have similar yeah. kind of like yeah. journeys and because of that i think when we what, what they call uh diasporas oh yeah little little like, diasporas. like yeah. separate communities one of the things which kind of like got my parents onto christchurch was there was this camp yeah. and there was this kiwi family and this is a camp in the uk quite close to where we were living and this family of four came over for it and the little kid was too young it was kind of like an activity based thing and they put kind of like this uh, word out to see if someone could look after him whilst they were all there and then because I was going on that same camp the kid took my bedroom whilst I was away and so they kind of like had yeah. a bit of an accidental connection with Christchurch and then through them oh, wow. we ended up staying with another family who had moved who know those guys who had moved from England and we stayed with them for like two weeks yeah. and I think like it's it's kind of hard to avoid uh, just ending up knowing more people from where you're from through that sort of like system yeah kind of how anybody would have to get yeah, started yeah right? yeah and I think my brother's yeah. kind of reaction to not really wanting to like be, be like this isolated kind of like bubble probably comes a bit from that, like staying with a, another family um, for like two weeks and then wanting more just to kind of like get stuck in and socialize, you know? Yeah, I think like, yeah, you say assimilate, but um, yeah, it's kind of like a, it's a funny one. Yeah, I think the culture, I mean, I feel like overall it's not super different, but there's a lot of behavior different. Because I've always wondered like, is, do you think other people felt like feel the same way? Like people who moved from another country to New Zealand or just in general? I feel like more yeah. or less, more Oh, before before we move on to that, so Alex, do you reckon how how do you feel about that on the spectrum of you being British and Kiwi, where you kind of? Uh, I think um I think, think to me, sixteen feels too old to like be adopted, to be right, be able to claim being from another country, mm, right. and so just True. because of that, I, I yeah. feel like yeah. I, sh- I probably I shouldn't but that doesn't yeah. mean I wouldn't want to it's just kind of like so would I, you say that you're English like yeah uh, uh, like I think just growing up more mm. there and only going to school for a few years here makes me feel like a, right. a bit more product of that place but um, I definitely yeah I wouldn't mind claiming it but I just kind of like think objectively if you wait up well, it yeah. makes sense yeah um, but, uh, and there's like getting a passport as well kind of gives you like that other level of being more kind of like yeah assimilated 
I guess. And, and yeah. after that, you kind of think, oh, it gets to the point eventually where you spend more time here. I mean, I haven't yet, but it's been like 10 years. But eventually, when you spend more time mm-hmm. here, you kind of wonder what you, what you say. And then at, at the moment, I guess mm-hmm. like going to Auckland for uni kind of like there's a bit of a sense of like being from Christchurch but still I mean when it comes down to it yeah you're, I'm kind of like more of a product of that of that country what were you saying before Henry? about what about before I interrupted you I can't even remember what I said um oh, no, was... what did I say uh do you think we covered quite a bit today oh yeah oh I think we just pretty much touched upon maybe only a little bit of the whole experience oh yeah yeah to... Yeah, and oh, yeah, I remember what you're saying with the uh, other other people that moved here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, do you guys do you guys reckon yeah. that other I would say like immigrants feel the same way? I think so, but I think there's nuances. There's like people who were born here, like their parents came here, and they were born here. Their experiences are a lot oh. more different because to them they are Kiwi, but not being a oh, right. yeah, right. They don't have a, they don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. Kind of it's like that that kind of dilemma, which I I don't know what the struggle is there. Um, I can't really assimilate. But for me, it's just like there's two. I pick one <laughs> or oh, pick yeah. both. Yeah. Yeah, I think I always um assumed. Yeah. yeah. When you get asked the question where you're from, to me that, that kind of like refers to where you're born. So yeah. And, and based on the fact that like most people usually spend their childhood where they were born, it's usually quite an easy question mm. to answer. But like yeah. I guess yeah, there's a lot of people where that's actually different. And you know they might have been born in one yeah. place and moved around a few times. But yeah, I think yeah, it's interesting. I guess it depends what your definition is, eh? And then like yeah. it depends what your definition definition is, and then what you've kind of like uh, identify with, or like yeah, what resonates with you. I definitely became to, keen to claim. Kiwi, but uh, the accent gives it away pretty quick. Oh, <laughs> people, man. people, people here in Sydney say that I don't sound Kiwi at all. But some some words that I say are very very Kiwi, yeah. like sex and fish and stuff, which oh, sounds normal to me. But actually, after being yeah. here for like I, how long has it been? Maybe like just slightly over two years. Yeah, yeah. I am starting to realize or hear the difference between like myself oh, and wow. them. I can I can I can I can understand like like what they mean. Uh, like when I say fish, like it definitely sounds a little bit more like a you to me now. Oh, versus Aussie. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh shit, like I can't, I don't want to, <laughs> I need to go back, yeah. I need to go back to New Zealand, I need to get to be around Kiwi people. Uh, one, one, one thing that I have been doing actually is listening to Kiwi radio. Oh, wow. What yeah, station? I, fucking My FM, bro. Like, uh, yeah yeah, my home run and stuff like oh it's just been another reason why like i feel yeah like it just feels like home like i remember listening Uh, to my fm like on the way to work on the way to uni like late night drives home from studio at 11 30 like my (laughs) fm yeah i don't listen to the edge that much it's like my fm is the one that i go to but like yeah accents yeah we definitely cover the first kind of bit of our experience we should probably do a part two or part three type of thing to this like next time you mean? Yeah, next time. Yeah. Oh, so what, what do you think that would be? It's coming, we're coming to win. Uh, what do you think part two would be? Wait, did you say wait? Oh, no, sorry. Um, what do you think part two would be? Um, or like for me and Herman, we talked about how we kind of experience it from, from yeah. the start, right? But that middle chunk, like when, when I finally oh, learned yeah. and <laughs> what, what, <laughs> like the struggle there is, is uh, different the, again. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like trying to grasp like the landscape oh, of nice. things. Yeah. Would be, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Like high school was a totally different oh, wow. experience versus like uni oh, true. as well. I think that's probably interesting that we could cover yeah, maybe. Yeah, sure. yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, I, I think you're right. We could probably do maybe two more episodes. Like one would be about the middle chunk yeah. and one would be about where we are now, right? 
like we yeah. did sort of touch but we think we more talked about like our first encounter with new zealand the mm-hmm. culture it'll be interesting to hear like our perspectives like five six years into it you know like what do we feel yeah yeah, yeah. but then again yeah. like no no rush no rush like this is mm. yeah I just do it whenever. Yeah. It's like easy. Like, it's like kind yeah. of like easy listening, right? Like I don't feel like we're here to, you know, share experiences and be like, what did we learn from it? It was just more like, oh, this is what happened, and we just like genuinely like asking each other questions sort of things. Mm. You know? Bit of a yarn, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's honestly yeah, a bit of a yarn, and like uh, hopefully, like listeners would be like, you know, actually, that's that's like how I feel too, and they're just probably someone to like voice it out or something. Oh yeah, I think that's cute. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the that's the that's the way to go. Journey. What do you guys think? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I just realized Herman's Herman's anchor name is Herm Skuck. Oh, he is a Skuck King. Sorry, it should be oh, Herm Ugly King. Man, like, <laughs> bro, I'm Ugly. I'm Ugly. Nah, Never. Oh, you're a beautiful brown king. That's why you are. Cool. Okay, alright, let's end it here. Alright, cool. That's oh, it. Are we going to jump back on Facebook or no? Are you? Uh, okay. you, you? Let's get out of the kidney, guys. Alright. Alright. Alright, I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. Peace. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Give me one second. Yeah. What is P up to? <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. Don't drop in.